What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Brothers in a World Full of Haters. You need to depend on yourself. Can I get a hand clap for that? Come on, man. Please. This is the petty clap. (laughs) All right, before we uh, get anything and everything situated first... We got to introduce ourselves. My name is Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges. I don't need an a.k.a. But uh, listen, I have been known to be called the angry intellect and sometimes just angry. But, you know, hey, uh, somebody else told me I was angry, too. Yeah, I I heard that. Namely me. I'm the one that called you angry. I I know. All the time I call you angry. Tell me about yourself, bro. I... Name is Steven City P. Watson. Yes, City P. is not my actual middle name, but it's the name that was blessed upon me back in what? College? I believe college. Um, I am somewhat you would call a narcissistic realist. Could you please means, explain what a narcissistic realist is? Because I'm a little I, egocentric. You're a li- I'm a little egocentric. Egocentric. A little egocentric. So you're about Self-known. yourself in a very angry way. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So you like, I love the fuck out of me. Is that what you're saying? Like yeah, this? basically. Okay, this nigga's crazy. That, and just keep it 100 because you know what? When people try to throw the smart shit at you, you got to break it down and keep it real with you. This is how people going to look at it across the board. Well, then you got another group of people that's actually going to break down the intellect side and know what the hell they talking about. But as I digress, we got a couple of shout outs to give, man. I was kind of messing up his his name, you know, and I don't want to do that because honestly, I really respect the brother's grind. He's Steve's little brother. The 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 little bro just graduated. Graduated from Governor State University with a major in business and a minor in entrepreneurship. Jeremy, congratulations to you, young man. And shout I'm out, proud of you. I appreciate you. Shout out, shout out, shout out to your song, bro. Yes, I'm telling you. If you heard, if you've been watching us on live, we I played. His single, Watch Me Flex, is available on iTunes right now. Go download it. Give it a listen. Tell us what y'all think. Give them some support. Support your fellow black artists in Chicago. Please do that. Another shout-out that we got to give. We done gave it, what, two times in a row? Because we want you to go and buy all the weed your heart desires. I messed up the name last time, so I want you to go ahead and flex on it. Go ahead and give it to me. Lakeisha. Lakeisha. Congratulations on your... Brand Tiffany Nicole Glam. It was also her birthday last weekend. Happy okay. birthday, Lakeisha. If we didn't tell happy you happy birthday. birthday, happy birthday, dear. Do your thing, do your thing. Also, I got some things I need to talk about. What's that? All right, people. No, I think let's let's talk about what we got. Like we said, we have an actual barbecue. Yes. The Brothers Memorial. This is the third Memorial Day picnic that we've had. We've been doing this for a while now, okay? Yes. The Brothers Memorial Day Picnic tomorrow, May 26th, starting at 3 p.m. Please. You're not going to show up at 3 p.m. No, I'm not. Keep in mind, you're talking to like black folks. I understand who I'm talking to. 3 o'clock p.m. You see, you should have just said like something like 1 or 2. I should have said 1130. 1130 a.m. 1130 a.m. They just showed up at 3 o'clock. Hey, what's going on? They showed up at 3 o'clock. Nah, they're going to be at like 5, 515 when the sun's starting to set and shit. We having it at the Dan Ryan Woods on 84th and Western. Dan Ryan Woods on 84th and Western. Also, tomorrow you're going to receive the people that was actually invited. 
Not saying that if you weren't invited, like personally, you can't come. But the actual people that was invited, you're going to receive a text in the morning stating the exact location where you need to go. You, Because, you know, it's a couple of places you can go in the damn round woods. It's kind of big as hell. But we're going to have a good time. You don't want to get lost here, man. Please, you don't want to get lost. You don't You don't want to end up at the Johnson's family renewal. You don't want to get drop kicked by a random ass deal for no reason. You don't want to get bit by a pit bull going up the hill. You don't want that. Right. It happens. Before. Has there ever been a deer in the Dan Ryan Woods? A deer got ate by a pit bull in the Dan Ryan Woods. <laughs> a goddamn, goddamn deer got stolen and sold on eBay in the Dan Ryan Woods. You got to know where the hell we at. <laughs> I, think, I think the vice lords uh, took the last deer and uh, damn Drop kicked the fuck out of deer. All right. <laughs> you know what? I have a personal shout out. Let me get this out of the way. I'm going to shout out myself. You remember that thing I was talking about about a year ago? I, I, I had this little thing coming out. You sorry started off with a year ago. I don't even remember what the fuck shit we was talking about. Two okay, well, ago. technically okay. six months ago. This, this year ain't been too long. Okay. Dante Chase Bridges is finally releasing his book called Black Man, White School in August. It's coming out in August, people. We had some technical difficulties. We was going to have a party and everything last year. But because of an avalanche, monsoon, tsunami type rain, we had to postpone it. But I put it to a final publishing we got it. It's rocking. I want everybody to come and support it. It talks about my trials and tribulations going through PWIs, predominantly white institutions, and how I made it out. Because I'm not only just on these mics. You know, I have a, a, a little bit of an education. So I want y'all to come out. I want y'all really to support that. I think it's going to change the uh, perspective of a lot of African-American youth, male and female. You know, I bring all posit positivity. But at the same time, I want you to be a realist about the situation. Because it's kind of fucked up out here for black kids. And I don't want y'all to fall into the same pitfalls that us as millennials fell into. Because I don't know about you. I got a lot of student loans. I don't. You ain't got a lot of student nope. loans. All right, we'll see. I'm at the doctorate level at this point. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I beat the curve. I'm in the 10K. Uh, I beat the curve. I don't have student loans. I'm in the 100K. So the book is about to understand the trials and tribulations of what you need to do. And we're going to have a party. We're going to have a book release party in August. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. It's a little too early. But shout out to myself. I can't see what that is. Is that Jazz? Jasmine Dorch? I know one thing. That person seems really excited. <laughs> Who? Is that exclamation points? It's a lot of exclamation points. Oh, yeah. Frankie gets really animated. Oh, okay. She gets really animated. Okay. Got any shout outs for yourself, man? Um... Okay, so let's get it started. Oh my god. Now this episode is something that, let's do a little background. We've had a very long day. Very long day. We've been preparing for this barbecue. Preparing like a mud. It has been a tedious, very strenuous task. I would say monotonous also. This has been one of the most monotonous days of doing the same thing over and over again. It's so been much hot. I, uh, we spent so much money. It feel like we feel had like Miami. Meeting. So we are extremely, extremely irritated. So imagine my good cohort, my co-host over here, had a great topic to talk about. Something that's going to further make us more irritated. It's not going to make me irritated. Well, it's going to. It's, it's something that's going to be spoken with a lot of passion. This is something that needs to be said. We need to have this conversation in the black community. 
Because we is about time, I guess you could say, it's time to see from an African-American man's point of view. And also, it starts to get some fucking solutions here. Yes. Because the only thing we do is moan and complain about what the situation is. But we don't ever come up with any relevant solutions in order to make this Absolutely. a better situation. And you know, I don't know about you, but I get tired of that shit. In case you haven't noticed what we're talking about, we're talking about a little su- subject called... Black feminism. Ugh. See how the line just went. Yeah, I'm a hold on. I'm gonna let it rest for my. Let it rest for himself. Cause um, then we waiting for the subscriptions jump up. Like, yeah. wait, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, my water is warm. It is warm as shit. Water for me. So, All right, people. I got it. Okay. We are talking about black feminism today. Now, we're not just going to talk helter-skelter about black feminism because there are so many modules dealing with black feminism. I mean, you're dealing with the intersectionality of it, meaning that it's not just talking about race. It's talking about black women's race. You're also dealing with some situations that most people don't understand about it. How many people out there can tell me exactly what feminism actually is? Tell us what exactly is feminism. Do you know what feminism is? Feminism, from what I have learned, is supposed to be the intellectual political standing of women for equality or women across the board, whether it be employment, wages, social stature, political stature, across the board, women want to be on the same equal playing field as men. Touche, touche, touche. That sounded wonderful, didn't it? And any logical person would say, you know what? Women should be, especially black women. I mean, these are the mothers of the earth. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are the originator woman. You are the woman that made this entire world shift, okay? Mm -hmm. Of course you should be equal. Of course you should have everything that you desire. Of course you should have equal pay. Of course you should have equal sovereignty as far as how you decide to live your own life. But! There's a big but coming here. Because that definition that you gave was what we like to call surface deep. Okay, my black feminist? Mm. He gave the surface deep. And, and it's not because he doesn't know, because he's a, he's a very yeah. uh, articulate, the, intellectual brother right here. I have just gave the rough draft definition of what everybody perceives it to be. And that is the actual problem. So we're going to be tackling that. Also, we're going to be tackling a couple of people that you might not know who the feminist movement, movement started with. I got a person that y'all heard about. Mm-hmm. You ever heard about the Rockefeller family? <sighs> like not Jay-Z though. Let's no. Uh, Dame Dash had nothing to do with this. The Rock. You, no, the Rock in the building. He no, didn't do this. You ever heard of the Rothschilds? Nah. I know you heard of them, but you didn't hear them in this capacity, did you? Okay. You ever heard of a lady called Margaret Sanger? You see how the song just stopped when you heard that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what she was about, but she was the founder of feminism. Mm-hmm. So let's tackle this. Let's get into it. Now, we didn't answer the questions. Okay. Let's answer, answer the questions. Okay. Now, what did you say feminism again was? Just state it for the people. Feminism is the political standing of which women want equal opportunity as much as men do. Across the board, whether it be political stature, pay, wages, employment, 
social stature, across the board. Right. They want the same thing as men do. Okay. So you feel, and out there, you can uh, leave comments all you want. I want to hear what everybody got to say. So you feel that feminism was originally about the woman wanting equal pay. When we first started off, yes. Okay. So let me ask you another question. Okay. So if feminism was about women wanting equal pay, equal rights, mm -hmm. what exactly was black feminism about? Hmm. Well, black feminism was supposedly the same thing, except you just tackled on the word black to it. Okay. But if you look around what day and age, you also have to ask yourself this one question. What's that? What has black feminism actually done to help the black community? Oh, uh, let's see. Black feminism has... Let's, let's, let's be on a positive you know, okay. standpoint first. Okay. Black feminism has created a energy that has caused a woman to recognize that she is the goddess of the earth. That's true. Black feminism has caused a woman to realize that she no longer has to be in one situation, meaning Betty the housemaker, mm -hmm. but she can have multiple roles in our house. But, because there's always a but to this. And trust me, I don't just say things. I don't give factual opinions. I'm going to hit you with some understanding and some data about this. Mm -hmm. Black feminism has also caused the separation of that black woman and that black man. Now, what do I mean by that? Oh, yes. What do I mean by that? What now, do you mean by that? Now, you want me to give... I, I can hit them upside the head. I can smack the shit out of them or I can just spoon feed them to them. Young brother, the floor is yours. Smack them as hard upside the head as you want to. Okay, this is how we're going to start this off. Listen, mm -hmm. black woman, I need you to understand... Who the founder of feminism was. Because it had nothing. You had a finger up. What's up? It wasn't Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony was the originator of the women's suffrage movement. Keep in mind. But she was not the founder no. of feminism. Some people get that confused. Yeah. You getting somebody that wanted women's rights. Mm -hmm. And somebody that had an agenda which... Spawned into feminism confused. You can't get that confused, okay? Mm -hmm. You want to know who the real founder was? It was the Rockefellers. And the reason why the Rockefellers funded the women's music, I mean, this is about money at the end of the day. Yeah, the reason that the Rockefellers founded the women's movement, or aka feminism, is because when you look at America in the 1920s, it was about 700 million people in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Women have always averaged more as far as the demographic. There's always been more women than there's been more men. The Rockefellers needed a way to tax all the women so they can make more money. And if you had Betty Sue that was in the kitchen not going to work and getting that taxable money to give to the government, then the government, a.k.a. the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, was going to be losing a boatload of fucking money. And who wants that? Nobody wants that. Okay, people, so when you first start to talk about anything, look at it as a Jenga game. You can pull from the top, but you need to get to the base. 
okay? Let's get to the base of this. So when you first start talking about feminism, feminism was not about women's rights. It was about the woman getting up out of the home and being able to be taxed by filling out W-2, W-9 forms and 1041s. I have a question. I feel like we're not going as far as historical preference. We're not okay. going deep into it. We got to get deep into the historical preference. Now, keep in mind, does this slate, this feminism thing actually started way farther back than people think it did? Okay. Because from hit, what I've heard, hit this came back to when we were all slaves. All right. We were slaves when this feminist thing started. Okay. This was caused by the separation of the black male slaves and the black female slaves. I know a lot of women out there don't like the term female to be directed towards a woman. I, Who don't like up. female to be directed? You, so you, the fuck boy, peaking, get over it. You're picking hairs at this okay, point. Okay, this is, this is just, you know, mm-hmm. fuck it. We're, I'm a male, you're a female. Okay. Fuck it. Black male slaves and black, black female slaves were separated. Right. By their slave masters. Mm-hmm. Because back in those times, slave masters did everything in their power to try to break down, enslave, and trap the black slave as much as possible. Okay. Even to the point where rape, assault, abuse, the whole nine. Even to the point where they set, they broke up the families of those slave camps. They sent the fathers of these slave of the young slaves, the husbands to other camps and let them do on their own. Unfortunately, this taught the woman, the woman slave that was black, it forced them to kind of have to learn how to survive on their own in an in a camp like that. Right. So as this progresses on, think about it is white society is kind of teaching black women to survive without black men. Okay. Which is technically... Now, here's the question. Do you believe that's the case? Do I believe it's the case of what? Do you believe that white society is forcing black women to learn how to live without black men? Okay. I'm going to answer that question, but I'm going to go a little bit, little bit further than that. Go ahead. Go because ahead. it actually didn't start with slavery. It didn't start with slavery? No, it didn't start with slavery. It started in the 1500s in Eastern Europe. Mm. Well, I'm speaking American terms. I know, but this these yeah. people that we call Caucasians mm-hmm. or AKA white people today, mm-hmm. these were the people that was having the women's suffrage movement in the 15 and 1600s. Mm-hmm. These are the people, the actual only immigrants in the United States mm-hmm. that were coming from Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's where we get the term slave from, Slavic slave. That was the original slave for everybody that didn't know that. They were coming from Yugoslavia. They were coming from the Scandinavian countries. They were even coming from Southern Europe, such as Italy, uh, in the Northern tribes. They came, immigrated to the United States. And this was way before we talk about the uh, Statue of Liberty coming for freedom, coming from liberty. They immigrated what we would now call the Mayflower Bounty, okay? When they came, they had no laws geared towards the woman. The woman was as vulnerable as a rabbit in the field, and you got a shotgun. So this did not originate with the black woman at all, because when you actually sit down and look at, when you talk about the scope of the United States, the black woman has never been oppressed by the black man, because they were in the same fucking boat. 
The black man never oppressed the black woman, even in slavery. When you geared towards slavery, you're talking about a people that was being oppressed by the same person. Okay, in 1717, they started these camps in Jamaica where the men were actually treated worse than the women. They were called backbreaking. And I mean that by every sense of the word. Men were actually given in, put into slave sex camps and they were breaking into. So in points of this United States of America's history, men have been treated worse. I'm talking about black men have been treated worse than black women. So the black woman did not have a um what would be a good word she would she did not have a stepping stool on this situation because the black man and the black woman or the black slave male and female were on the same footing okay now mind you the feminism movement was in theory because theory and facts are two different things this is what you want to believe this is what actually happened in theory, the women's movement was about women's rights, women's equality. But just like I told you, the Rockefellers funded that. And going back to the question you originally asked. Yes. Now, if the Rockefellers funded this, and this is the original mindset of all white men. And the original mindset only geared towards money because they wanted to get you women out the fucking house and into corporate America so they can tax your ass. Why wouldn't black women be a part of the feminist movement? Aren't they a body? Why would the black, I mean the white man, not want to use the black woman in the feminism movement? Because it's not about your race. They don't give a fuck about you being a woman. They don't give a fuck about you having a vagina and burning the earth. They only care about the fact is, does your right hand work? Okay, well take this WT form and fill it out and give it back to me so I can tax this shit out of you. That's all the feminist movement was about, in part. Now, about to go into something else a little bit because I've going back to my question because you actually tackled the business aspect of it because because that's where it's always that's where starts. it lied at. that's where everything starts that's, that's where, where it lied lies down and it. that's where the root of everything is as far as every political stature it's always about money you know, about who gets it right now let's talk about the cultural effect okay Describe to you, in your words, what the cultural effect that it's had as far as the black community, as far as black feminism has had. Well, it's been fucking devastating. I mean, I mean, you can look at it right now. I mean, just take us, for example, before we get into any, like, statistics. We both come from households that did not have a father. Yeah. Okay? And so, one thing is black people, we have to stop doing. We have to stop looking at it as an individual thing. Mm -hmm. Stephen's mother... Dante's mother did not do something wrong. Stephen's father and Dante's father did not do something wrong. This is what you call a systemic issue. Yes. Meaning that this was created in order to get the black man out of the household. Going back to your question. Yes. What did it do to us? It completely devastated the black family structure. I mean, when's the last time you actually saw and? When I say this, I'm speaking for some, but not all. I mean, most people understand that you're not speaking for everyone, but you're speaking in generality. So I, that's just for people out there. When the last time you've actually saw, or just look at the group of people we run in. How many of us grew up with our actual fathers? There's not a lot of us. Okay, was it because our fathers were bad people? No. Most of us don't even know that. Okay, that's what happened with feminism. See, people only think feminism is a cultural and social aspect. 
But cultural and social is always about money, people. It's always about money. You, the programs. What, you had something to say? I said, do you understand how much the black culture in general has it's been a money bag? It's been a money bag for corporate America. They appropriated black culture. Mm-hmm. Basically, was like leeches. Put it on the back of the black rapper, of the ba- black artist, of the the black athlete. Put that leech on his back and sucked all his energy, a.k.a. money, out into white structure. Do you know that the average white household has $300,000 cash liquid? No, I did not know that. Do you know how much the average black household has? How much? $1,500. But, take away the car, we worth $3. And that's the average statistic for a black household, Okay. Now, going back to feminism. Feminism started a movement that separated the black woman. Because you're going to hear this term called intersectionality. Every time you hear intersectionality, that means that not only is it a black thing, but it is a black and an adjective. So black woman or adjective and a noun, a black woman or a black male. So intersectionality started all this shit. Okay. Once it separated it, it allowed the woman to be funded by such programs as food stamps, uh, child welfare, child welfare, uh, Section Eight, all of these different types of agendas. And what people don't even understand is these different types of agendas was put into place a hundred fucking years ago. Most people don't even understand what Rex eighty seven is. Rex 87 was an agenda that looked at all black people as being extremists in America and it was programmed for authorities to take down all the black men and leave the black women in peril. It's written. Just look it up. This is not opinions. This is not my factual opinions. This is the goddamn truth out here. So why would you want that? Another thing it did. Like we said, Margaret Sanger is one of the leading people dealing with black, well not black feminism, but dealing with feminism as a whole. But Margaret Sanger is one of the most racist motherfuckers that you will ever come against. She is so racist. She published a book that basically said that black people are the scum of the earth and should be erased. This is one of your founders of feminism. This is one of the people, when you picked up that book in women's literature, mm-hmm. you saw Margaret Sanger. You read about Margaret Sanger. And she is the footstool that the black woman based her feminism off of, her feminism ideology off of. So tell me this, black woman, and I'm speaking to y'all. How can you try to offshoot? Because a lot of y'all will say, um, well, I'm, I'm a black feminist because I want equality. How can you offshoot into black feminism when the creator and one of the main founders used to do Ku Klux Klan rallies where she said that all black women need to be sterilized? All black women need to be sterilized. What do you think the Tuskegee experiments was about? See, y'all don't understand how deep this feminism shit goes. Feminism is not about women's equality, women's rights. Feminism at its at its core is about two things. It's about money 
And it's about the extermination of the black man. Because the black woman, I'm not going to say that she's not a threat because y'all are the most powerful beings on earth. I feel that a black man does everything for a black woman. I'm going to keep it real with you. Matter of fact, if black women decided right now that y'all only messing with niggas that had clown outfits, I'd be down at the party central with a goddamn uh, red, big ass 17 uh, shoes and a goddamn big up, big up. I'll be in there. I'll be in the club. Big up, big up. Y'all ain't hollering. Black Y'all women, ain't gonna pick up. Black women have a very distinct control over You're black powerful. men in this world, and they and they don't. And some so and they powerful. pretend like they don't. But uh, trust me, ladies, to the respectable black women out there, I have a lot of power that you don't understand that you have. Some of you do, may understand. Some of y'all, which bleeds into this. Yes. Since you don't know you have that power, you know who does know? The fucking people that created this feminist movement. They understand that the black household moves wherever the black woman moves. Mm -hmm. So if the black woman is about creating and coming together, then that family is going to be strong at the core. Mm -hmm. But if the black woman starts to adapt a feminism mindset, it causes separation by indoctrination. Now, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? You can't. Understand feminism and be in the state of, of 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 being a feminist and not accept the rules. The rules of feminism states that you must go and find not only equality for yourself, but you have to climb above the man because the essence of feminism means that we're searching for equality, but we ain't gonna stop there. We're gonna go a little bit higher. So one thing black feminist has to realize Why the fuck are you trying to climb over your black man In order to be considered equal <laughs> And you know what Here's the thing though It's also gotten a little bit worse It's gotten Not only Has this climbing over Your black fellow black man In order to get your equality Now we're getting to a realm that that black feminism has begun to attack black men, exactly. downtrodden them, right. embarrass them, humiliate them. You'll see it all over social media. You see it every single time on every social media. Meme. Every meme when it's about black men being niggas ain't shit. Every nigga ain't shit post. Every all these black men out there, all they care about is one thing. All these infidelities. Every single story that has painted a negative light towards black men has been responsible because of black feminism. Tyler Perry is black feminism personified. Yes. (laughs) You look at a Tyler Perry movie. Just look at it. Why is a black man always the root and the evil source? Now... Don't tell me because he just casted black people because Tyler Perry always has this sacrificial white person in that's actually best friends with one of the right. the, the, the the black people in there. So it's not because he's just casting an all-white cast. Right. I mean, all-black cast. You can go on the own network. He got white people working for him. But he's showing you subconsciously that the black man is not worth anything. And one of the biggest forms of programming the mind is through entertainment. So this feminism doesn't just go by a book. It doesn't go by a rally in downtown Chicago. You look at your program. Why, when you turn on a commercial, mm-hmm. let's say a Thai commercial, 
and they'll have a tire commercial and you'll see a man and he's putting in the the uh dishes in the laundry washer. He he can't he oh, I'm, I'm gonna pour uh, ammonia <laughs> in my colored clothes. I don't know what to do. And then a woman comes along and she basically saves the day while he's a bumbling idiot. Right. He didn't set the house on fire. I mean, you can see the cause of this agenda in everything you look at. You know what's really upsetting about this is what we're talking about right now? Huh. I'm almost certain that there is a black feminist that actually watches this. Mm. They're going to consider what we're doing is simply complaining and whining. Could you tell me something that a black feminist right now watching this, what, what is something that she'll come back with? What? Because she just thinks we're probably being combative. Yes. So what's something? It's, it's, it's a natural. Uh, apparently, from what I've gathered, it's a natural instinct for a black man is to be combative towards a black man who's expressing his disdain and opinion towards a movement like that. And trust me, black women, we're not uh, saying that you're bad. No. But if you accept the ideology that was about getting you out the house, separating you from your black men, and also the founders created eugenics. That sterilized you so you can create more black babies. Mm -hmm. Then I don't know about you. This has nothing to do with emotions anymore. This is pure logic. Why would you be a part of that? Now here's the thing, though. There has been arguments about how you know you speak of statistics and history. Black feminists have also spoken of history and statistics. Like for instance, the I've heard a story about the mortality rate of the black household or how black men treated black women as as victims. There's also, now here's the thing. This is not also to say that we as black men are above and beyond you, black women at all either. This is also saying that black men should deserve, be deserving and worthy of being higher above you. We are fully unaware that we are fully aware, not unaware, I'm sorry, Aware. No, don't say that. Don't say unaware. I'm going to slip up there. Sorry. We are fully aware that there's a dynamic of black men out there who are really the scum of the earth. Right. We call them ain't shit niggas. And we are not going to circle the wagon. No. But see, here's the difference. But see, I've always argued about this point. And I've and it served me well because I think a lot of people try to say it's, you know, you're making excuses for this. I'm really making excuses. It's actually very valid. You have to be able to separate black men or African American men mm-hmm. from ancient niggas. So that's why I say I re- I'm, there's a difference between being a black man and a nigga. I've always said that. There's always a key difference between being a black man and a nigga. Okay. Well, tell me this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what separates a black man from a quote unquote nigga? Intelligence. It's very simple. One simple word Intelligence You can even throw in Someone like Morality Morality is also one But key word is intelligence Because An intelligent black man Has enough common sense To know the difference Between right and wrong If you happen to be Dealing with a black man Who for some reason Doesn't understand that I.e. Maybe he does something like You know Cheat on you Recklessly With thousands of women Hundreds of thousands of women, maybe steals from you, maybe smacks you up, maybe uh, does some of the most heinous things to you or your child. Obviously, that is not the type of person you, a black man is. That's an ain't shit nigga. That is 
a lowest scum of the earth, they should be thrown in fucking jail. You know what? I got something to say. Okay, right. I got something to say about this. Mm -hmm. I believe, and I I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I don't disagree with you. But what I believe is this is a cycle. This is a dangerous cycle. There, there's a quote that says, treat a person like a savage. He'll act like a savage. Then you can treat him like a savage. Okay? So, one thing that I said before I even started most of the things that I was saying, this is not an individual thing. So, you don't just got ancient, quote-unquote, ancient niggas and, quote-unquote, black men. You know how I feel about the word black, but for, the, for this, we want to say black men. You have a system that has caused the black man to be portrayed in social media as a killer, a, a, a drug dealer, a pimp, someone that's not reliable for his family. Which in then term has caused the black man to digest that, become what he sees through social media through his family and through the women's expectations of seeing the same exact thing he acts that way and then the social media the uh government law enforcement and the black woman that he's with enforce treats him like that so you i treat you like a savage you act like a savage then i treat you like a savage so what I'm saying basically is this is a cycle. I don't think that the ancient nigga was created and he was just the worst of the worst. I believe that he was put into the hypothetical wash of creating a black man that they can leech off of. Because whether the black man is on welfare or the black man goes to jail, they're still making money off of him. Mm-hmm. The one thing that they can't make the money off of is a black man that's inside of his household. Because if he's inside of his household, nine times out of ten, he will become the head of the household. If he's the head of the household, nine times out of ten, the woman won't take on as many of the financial responsibilities. If the woman's not taking on many of the financial responsibilities, then the government is not getting paid that extra tax money. So the government doesn't want that for its status quo. So of course that black man is going to be ain't shit now. Because this doesn't, this is not about the black man being ain't shit. This is about the government basically setting up to the point where that man could get excluded from the family by creating a monster that you look at and treat like a monster because they showed you that he's a monster. Okay? So I don't look at ain't shit niggas as being bad people. I look at them as them went through white supremacy, white supremacy, watch, and created a monster. Just like I said, we didn't have fathers growing up. Mm-hmm. We had male role models around us. We were lucky. Like me and Steve right now. We admirations. I'm uh, 32 years old. I don't have a criminal record. I got degrees, but I learned more when I was outside of school than I ever learned when I was in school. When you're looking at us, you're looking at admirations. Okay? You're not looking at the quote-unquote black male. We don't really exist out there like that. As a, as a matter of fact, they say one out of every five males, black males, in the city of Chicago is unemployed. That's 25%. The only time 25% hits, I mean, that's actually 20%, I'm sorry. When 20% hit, 
a state goes into economic depression. So the black male is in economic depression. But let me tell you another statistic. African-American women are the leading demographic in college. Yes, they are. African-American women makes more than the African-American male. Did you know that? Did y'all know that, people? So, that would bring to me one interesting question. Where is this ideology coming from (laughs) where black men are holding black women back? I don't remember that. Where in the hell did this ideology come from that a black man is stopping a, his fellow black woman from achieving every, anything and everything she wants. I think it's over there. That every, where there? Right there? I think it's right there. That there. That there, that non-existent space right there. That non-existent space with uh, convoluted answers and confusion. It's over there. Okay, you know, in other words, it's another bullshit feminist theory. Created in order to exterminate the black household. So, people, with all of this being said, nobody is saying that women should not have equal rights. Especially me. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. Okay? What we're saying is, who the hell is funding this? And why do you think that the actual feminists are using black women in the first fucking place? Because now let's get into some real shit. Okay. Let's let's cut all the intellectual off. Let's cut all the statistics off. Let's just let's talk. Let's talk, my people. Mm-hmm. Black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter. Let's talk. You are being used by white women to fund a ideology that they will discard you after they get finished using you. Do you know that when the feminism shit really popped off is around the civil rights movement? Yes. Do you know how the black family was during the civil rights movement? They were a core. They moved as a freaking core. The white feminists had to further her agenda because their beef was never about the black male because the black male was always on the footstool of the black woman, if not a little lower. Their thing was about the white male. So they were fighting since the 1600s in Eastern and Southern Europe about the white man oppressing them. So wait, are you saying that they maybe, I don't know, piggybacked off the civil rights movement to further their agenda? They looked at this ripe, tender, young thing that had all the ambition, enthusiasm in the world Mm -hmm. and had nobody as far as diplomatically protecting them. And they said, you know what? We can use that black woman and we can further our agenda. As we further our agenda, because you got to understand, it's it wasn't about just about women's rights. It was about black extermination and it was about money. So as we further our agenda over the white man, because the black man and the black woman ain't never had the beef. The white woman had the beef with the white male. It was never our beef in the first place. It was about the white male because the white male was oppressing the white woman. The black man, the aboriginal man, the indigenous man, the Native American man, the Inca man, the Maya man, the Washita man, the, the Iroquois man, the Angola man had never oppressed its woman. As a matter of fact, the woman was considered the matriarch of the family. It was never our fucking fight to begin with. That's 
who they was fighting. They took you, black woman. And I'm sorry, I'm not just spewing this as emotion. This is exactly what happened. They took you out of the civil rights movement. They took you out of the Jim Crow South. And they placed you into their bidding to further their numbers. Once they got their political agenda across, what did they do? They dumped you right back the fuck where you was. And not only did they dump you back to where you was, but because they placed agendas that further separated the black man and the black woman together, they dumped you back off in the worst situation possible. Now you had nothing. And when I mean nothing, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about the connection between a husband and a wife, daughter, and son. You had nothing now. So they used you all and placed you back. And I know what somebody out there probably thinking, well, nah, because I'm doing it for the women that uh, went to college, educated, the millennials that get their money together, that understands what history is. First of all, I don't even think 1% of the fucking black community understand what history truly is. And I'll be honest with you. And I research this shit every fucking day, not only for myself, but on a collegiate level. I don't I, I could I could say one percent. I literally will say one percent. So you, you you really don't know. But they say I'm a millennial and I'm upwardly mobile and I'm doing this. And they don't even understand that while they're saying I got to go to work, I got to go and make my money and get my get my bread. What was some get the bag, get the bag. I got to go and get the bag. Make my 35, 45, 55, 60, 80,000, whatever it may be. I mean, get your money. But at the same time, do you understand what that energy does if you are so independent? And it's not your fault either because we've all been used. But if you're so independent and you got to put all your energy towards getting your bag, you forgot that you had a bag of children here. You had a bag of husband here. You had a bag of family here. You had a bag of community here that you basically let go of that. To pick up this bag of money that was being taxed 40%. Exactly. That also segues me into one very interesting topic that I wanted to bring up that I wanted to get your thoughts on. Are you fully aware and of the origin of the Black Lives Matter movement? <laughs> because this is a subject that a lot of people do not really know about. And this might actually sting a little. Can I ask you a question What's before up? we kick this up? Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Let's just ask this real simple question. Uh-huh. What skin color was the founder of Black Lives Matter? What I was told was black. There were three black femmes. It was three black femmes. Huh? Yes. I'm sorry. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was funded by the government, brother. It was funded by the government. This was white structure that funded Black Lives Matter. You got to understand, whenever you have some type of rebellious thing that has gotten leeway and is all over social media, it has to be controlled. So the best way to control a movement is to create a movement so you can be the narrator of the movement. So those black three feminists right there? Why were they black feminists? First of all, why did they have to be black feminists? Why did they have to be black feminists? Because they were the poster child for what the government's agenda was. And what does black feminism represent? The division of the black community. And what does the vision of the black community do? Destroys black culture and the black man. 
and the black man. See, when you talk about black feminism, you're thinking you're getting ahead. But it's very lonely at the middle. Because mm. <laughs> it's not the top, people. It's, it's not the top. top. It's like you're almost like you're saying, like, you're trying to win brownie points for your rich white man uh, exactly. fantasy guy. It's almost uh, somewhat bedwitching. Yeah. Because you're basically sacrificing the core. And I, and I know it's not because of you. Mm. And that's what we have to get across. This is not something that you did. Just like that black gangster was programmed into your mind to feel that he is a danger when he's walking across the street. Mm -hmm. It has also been programmed in your mind to feel that you have to be an independent woman in order to survive. And black men are not somebody that you can rely on and depend on. Mm -hmm. And with that being programmed, what is that? It's a, it's a term that that's called. Self-fulfilling prophecy. And so now we're in a self-fulfilling oh, self prophecy state. And we can't get out of it. Your your expectations of me not being shit is going to come true if you're putting all your energy towards it. Right. My expectations of you being independent and not being able to have a family with you is going to come true if that's all I put my energy towards. I'm going to keep it 100 real quick. Keep it 200. I'll keep it 200. Don't do 300. Bottom line. Do this. Right, I don't know what 300 is. We don't gang. I don't know. Gang, gang, gang. Anyway, gang. bottom line is this, in my personal opinion. You can't ride the fence on this. You can't win. You cannot ride the fence on this. Never. You either are for the side and the betterment of the black movement and the betterment of black culture, or you're not. You can't ride the fence. You cannot bash your fellow black people and your fellow, or in this case, your fellow black men, and then say you love them, or then say I'm here to help you. It's not helping. Well, let me be devil's advocate here. Okay. Ain't that constructive criticism? How is that constructive criticism when the entire movement is based on you getting ahead of it? I don't know. I don't know. I could not answer that so question no if I tried. So this is not constructive <laughs> criticism. This is literally preaching the higher-ups propaganda on you. This is preaching a white agenda on to you from the black person's voice. You know what? No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I heard a woman say this and it really stood out to me. And I, and I just want to uh, say this to you all. Being a black feminist is very counterintuitive. And she did this metaphor. Track season. Now, let's say the black man and the black woman it's track season, they on the same team. Mm -hmm. The black man go out there with the 100-yard dash, do a 10-4, boom, take off. He's, mm -hmm. he's amazing. The black woman goes out and does a 12-5, okay? Mm -hmm. Still good. Still both, both doing their thing. Now, the black woman looks at that black man and says, mm, he was faster than me. I can't have that. I got to get faster than him. Mm -hmm. So now she trains and trains. And now she's running 9.5. And he's running 10.4. Mm -hmm. Now she's denigrating him and saying that, you know what? I don't like the way you run. Now he's not on the track team. Kyle said a little incentive for that. Well, Meanwhile, the average white person and the white person or the white male or female that's in that same competition is running nine flats. <laughs> Faster than her. And while they're bickering, wow. do you know how track works, people? Mm -hmm. Track works like a relationship. 
I don't care if I run a 10-4 and you run a 12-4 because guess what? We're not competing against each other. Right. We're on the same fucking, fucking team. team. We're tallying the points at the end of the race and whatever team has the most. I don't give a damn if you making 12.8 and I'm making 13.7. The only thing that means we're losing together. Right. But for you to try to get ahead of a person that's on your same team is counterintuitive, meaning you fucking up. Why? Yeah. It's very interesting because you also notice that as some, actually know a majority of women who are claiming to be black feminists have sort of now begun to separate themselves. Even white, white women who claim feminism, they have begun to separate themselves from that movement of black feminists. I mean, feminism in general. Right. And you know what's interesting? Well, we know why white women. Because they seem to have already reached a lot of the goals that they have started, they started to shoot for. Right. So once they have reached those goals, what is there really a need for this feminism movement? Cast it to the side. Cast it to the wayside. You know I, what? I Make have it. A, I have something else. What is the need for the black woman if my agenda is already in place? Exactly. So guess what? Your movement, your political stature, has no more backbone. It's your problem now. You figure out what you want to do with it. And that's what they've been doing since the civil rights movement, Jim Crow, slavery, and the 1600s. Because you made a, a point you said about the slavery thing. I don't remember that the woman had more equality than the black man in slavery. Because a house nigga and a field nigga is still a slave. Yes. So, what? What? where is the equality? And, and then me, me and my bro right here, we stated some numbers. Mm -hmm. We said that the black woman is the leading demographic of all races, of all ethnicities in yes. college. She makes more than the black man. She has more programs for her as far as, you know, if she needs to get on her feet. Right. At what point is you not being equal? You, of course you're not equal. At this point, you're ahead. Right. Especially what, of the black man. Where's where's this where's the equality you're fighting for if you're trying if you're already ahead of us? Because feminism at its core practice being separate. Mm -hmm. So Will you want to be so separate that you break up the black structure, which is already fucking broke up? Mm -hmm. We got to check the time real quick, people. You know, sometimes we get so passionate into it, we forget the time. We got a little bit of time, man, but we're going to have to start wrapping things up in a little bit. Yeah. But uh, let's, let's, just, let's just hit one thing. Okay. Let's talk about a solution real quick. I have a solution to this. Mm -hmm. It's time to forgive each other. Yes. You didn't think I was going to say that, did you? You thought I was going to be like, y'all, y'all don't... No. We've all been tricked. It's time for us to be aware of what the systemic racism and what feminists, white feminists has done to us. Planned Parenthood is in every fucking hood in the world. 75%. And the leading cause of death in the black community is not gunshot. It's abortion. It's time for us to forgive. We have all been duped. What we need is the black family structure to come back together. We need for the black man to forgive the black woman and for the black woman to forgive the black man so we can raise these black children and stop having these separate homes. You got anything to add, bro? The finger pointing got to stop somewhere. Right. 
It has to stop. You can't keep saying, he did that to me, he did that to me, she did that to me, she did that to me. It's got to end somewhere. We're never going to get anywhere. You heard, you just heard recently that, you know, the uh, Western mountain lion or cougar just went extinct. Yeah. That might happen to us, but... That's what it's programmed. To that's do. what the system is that's programming. That's what feminism was. It feminism was extinction of the black man. Male. That's okay. what it was about. Now we're not saying, oh, we can do like biracial stuff like that. We're not downgrading that. We're not trying to belittle that. But we need to make one thing clear. We're in the same struggle. It's like this is one of quote pop culture references. Let's quote an interesting quote from a young man named Carlton Banks from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You remember this episode? This nigga here. Nah, it is. Nah, it ain't. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. That actually makes sense. It actually works. Say Malcolm X. Nah, it's <laughs> but you know what? It's modern day pop culture, and we got it. They got to hear from that because they're more aware of that. Give it to them. Give it to them. Being black is not who I'm trying to be. Is what I am. Right. I'm running the same race and jumping the same hurdles as you. So why are you standing here tripping me up? You're saying that we need to stick together, but you don't even know what that word means. That phrase means. That was that was powerful, Carlton yes. Banks. Carlton <laughs> dropped some knowledge on that. Carlton dropped some knowledge. I remember well, that episode. Now he, 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 going up, he was now he's in a fraternity. And now here's the thing though. He was talking about another black man holding him back. In this argument. I don't see that much of a difference. No, not at all. It's not that much of a difference. You can't keep holding black people back like this. We can't keep holding each other back like this. It has to stop somewhere. Black feminism doesn't benefit the black community, period. It doesn't. It never did. It never will. It's time to take the shackles off our brains and think the way that we was programmed to before all of this white structure and white society happened. Ladies, I understand a lot of niggas out here that have hurt you. It's time to open up and forgive. Ladies, you have to understand we have been hurt by a lot of women also. Yes. It doesn't just go one way. We've had to be forced to learn to forgive. No more pointing fingers. Drop the fingers. Understand. Work with your black man. Black man, understand, work with your black woman. Because at the end of the day, we all are trying to run one race to win. That's it. We all we got. No separatists. Unity. Well, that is all the time we have for this evening. We'd like to give a shout out to everybody that was live. We appreciate what the comments and everything. Um... Like I said, man, support his little bro. He's putting out beautiful music. Support yeah. our barbecue tomorrow. Yes. Oh my God, it's so late. Uh, yes, it's almost midnight. <laughs> we have been shooting it. We've been up for at least almost, what, 12, 13, 14 hours? Oh my God. The, the clock is running on how long we've been up. And we're probably not going to sleep for a little bit. Either. Not at all. But we do it for y'all because we got a love for y'all. Yes. We don't know where it comes from. It just be there. Right. So, as the brothers say, we out. Peace, love. Uh-huh.